0: Hello everyone, and welcome to episode two of our podcast channel, where I will be talking with entrepreneurs and investors from TechTur's network about their journey. Hello, I am Megan from TechTur, and today I have Trent Molter with me. Trent Molter is the CEO, if I'm right, and the co-founder of Skiru. So let's start with talking a bit about yourself and your company.
1: That's right. Thank you. So my name is Trent Moulter. I'm founder, uh, president, and CEO of Skyr, and I started my career actually working at an aerospace company, it was a large aerospace company. And shortly after I started, uh, management came to me and asked me if I wanted to work on fuel cells, and I had no idea what fuel cells were, but I said, "Sure, it sounds like something interesting and different." It turns out that we were acquiring the fuel cell division of General Electric. And so I went to Boston, uh, which is where this division was, and I was part of the technical team to do the evaluation. And it turns out they were into some very high tech things. Uh, For example, they were building electrolyzers to generate oxygen for life support. Uh, for space applications so that people could breathe in space and also for nuclear submarines. So I became very involved in that. Um, We grew the business and transferred it back to Connecticut, which is where I was from, and really focused on military and aerospace applications. Um, So I stayed there for about 13 years and it was really cutting edge technology, really exciting stuff. Um, I enjoyed it very much. And very soon, large commercial companies were approaching us asking us about hydrogen and asking us if we could build the same product for commercial applications. And a group of my colleagues and I got together and decided to start a company back in 1996 called Proton Energy Systems. And we built hydrogen generation systems, so water electrolyzers, uh to produce hydrogen for things like heat treating of metals or silicon wafer production and ultimately for fueling automobiles so we built the first hydrogen refueling systems Uh, the company was very successful we took it public through morgan stanley and our customers wound up being very happy Um, i headed up engineering new business technology, uh, really enjoyed the things that I was doing. I ultimately left a few years after the IPO, uh, went back and finished a PhD as an older student. That was interesting. And while I was there, I started really thinking about uh, where the technologies would go, uh, what's gonna happen in the future. And I started realizing that many of the electrolysis systems that we were building and shipping produced hydrogen for applications where materials were treated. So semiconductors, metals, ceramics, things like that. And I started really looking into it. And about 85% of the hydrogen that we sent into these applications never touched the material. Uh, It was actually vented. Uh, So all that hydrogen was wasted. So that's how I got the idea to start Skyr. I realized that there was an opportunity to take that wasted hydrogen, capture it, purify it, and recycle it for customers. So that really was the motivation behind starting Skyr.
0: Sounds really interesting. Like, at what time did you start with Skyr?
1: So this was about fifteen years ago. Oh, I see. Yeah, and so um, you know, the idea uh, just sort of got rolling uh, after I came up with the initial thought, and uh, I started tinkering in my garage. Literally, it was one of these garage startup sort of things. That's nice. Yeah, it was. It was fun. Um, Tried a few different things. And then I applied for some US government grants. And, you know, I wasn't quite sure that we would win them because it was literally me working out of my garage. So it was a very small operation. And it turns out uh, we won them both at the same time. And eventually my wife said, hey, you got to move all this stuff out of the garage. So we. We wound up um, renting a space and adding some people, and that's how the company really got rolling at the time.
0: Did you start it yourself, or did you have co-founders?
1: No, I started it myself, but I had this large network of people that that I knew and I had worked with in the past, and lots of people helped along the way. Um, they didn't necessarily want to get paid they just wanted to help do something important Um, and so sometimes that's really what it takes it it takes a lot of friends to get you started
0: sounds pretty good and how did you start your journey for me it's like working out of your garage Uh, it's pretty difficult and it takes some courage so how did you start your journey how did you see
1: it yeah that's a good question This was my second startup, so I'd done this before. Um, When I started Proton Energy Systems, um, there were five of us that got together and we were able to go get some venture funding fairly quickly. Um, In this case, it was just myself. Uh, I knew the process already for bringing in funding. And really um, the thought was to to really put a business case around this idea of recycling waste. And so I went out and I talked to customers. I started thinking through the technology. I was able to pull in these government contracts. I started working with university professors that had interests in this area. And I started bringing in friends to to talk to about the idea. I think the worst thing that you can do is to go off in a corner by yourself and try to do it. You need people to bounce ideas off of. And so with that, I was able to generate a large number of people who cared about what we do, who cared about helping us move forward, even if there was nothing in it for them. And, you know, that worked out really well for us. And so we're able to grow from one contract to another to another. And eventually, we were able to generate about $30 million in government contracts. So, one built off of another. And that gave us a really good head start.
0: Yeah. And do you feel like you reached your goal already with the company, or are you still on your way to achieving your ambitious goals?
1: Yeah, the goal is very lofty. We, we want to decarbonize the world, right? And it's gonna take several companies to do that. So we're just one piece of that.
0: Oh, okay, I was calm for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Here I am again. Yeah, Um, so I was also curious what's your company's biggest achievement to date?
1: Yeah, that's that's a really good question. We've done lots of really important things. Um, We've done lots of very difficult things. Um, But you know, when I really look at it, it comes down to the people. And we have put together a team that's second to none, in my opinion. we brought in people from from various different backgrounds. Some have lots and lots of experience and together as a team, not at Skyr, but in our history, we built 30,000 hydrogen systems. So we've got a very deep resume of building and building successfully these kinds of systems. Um, but beyond that, we've got people with uh, deep operations experience, uh, deep business backgrounds. And so I see this as a group that's the seed corn for something much, much larger. And I think that's our biggest accomplishment, bringing this team together that works together very closely and in harmony to achieve our goals. Um, It's a really, really good team.
0: Yeah, that that sounds good, Uh, but is there also a lesson that you've learned in the past 18 years that you would take with you to give to other ones something really important?
1: Yeah, I I think you can't, um, nothing is is a given. You can't rest on your laurels, uh, even though you think you may have accomplished something or you think you might have a deal done with somebody. It's never done until it's completely done. Um, y- you don't always know everything about a subject when you think you do. There's always something to learn. Um, and we've learned that over and over and over again. When you start getting comfortable, that's when you start getting in trouble. so there's there's always something new and different right around the corner,
0: yeah, for sure. yeah, uh, did your company like go up like pretty well, like from working in your garage to the point where you are now, or did it went up, down, up, down?
1: (laughs) We, um, it's, it's interesting. We, we never had to lay off any employees, so we never went down, but we were a slow growing upward company. In my previous company, we grew very, very quickly. And we had a, a very difficult time assimilating people so as we brought in lots of people it was very difficult to put them all to work and make them productive and one of the things that i didn't want to do with Skyre is to bring in a bunch of people and get them all tangled up and not being productive or happy so we decided that in the early years we were going to grow slowly um really build upon the team, create a core group, so that at the right time, we could bring in outside funds. And those people would be the teachers that could teach the new group coming in. And that's the point that we're at now. Uh, We've got a core group that's very capable of doing, but also teaching. And that's really, really important.
0: Yeah, it is, okay. And um, you attended the Tech Tour Future Twenty Twenty. So, how did Tech Tour help you on this journey?
1: Tech Tour has been very helpful, and this is actually the the second Tech Tour program that we've been involved in. I see. Um, and that's why we we signed up for this one uh, because the other one was very helpful. Um, the first thing is it helped us organize our thinking. Uh, it helped us. Um, i think better focus our messaging for investors (laughs) and for partners Uh, and that was very useful for us Um, i think secondly it allowed us to practice a little bit and practice in front of experts Uh, so we were able to get some really good real-time feedback Um, thirdly it's allowed us to meet some people that we otherwise wouldn't meet um, our company is, is really moving forward, and we've actually established a subsidiary in Belgium. Um, so we're in the process of, of opening up business in Belgium. Uh, so we're making a real effort to reach out and meet some people in the region. Uh, so Tech Tour has been very helpful in that regard uh, because lots of the folks that are participating are from that region. Uh, so in that regard, it's a big help for us. And as part of the last Tech Tour program, uh, we actually met some investors that have interest in our pathway to go forward. I expect the same thing here.
0: Okay, that's pretty good. And if I understand it well, you're based in Connecticut and you want to open up um, something else in Belgium.
1: Yeah, we've already opened a a business in Belgium. Uh, It's in Ghent and right now it's just on paper so we're we're working through trying to figure out what the operation will look like uh, what is it exactly that we're going to be doing and so on so um, we'd like to be connected to some business people and some technical people in that region
0: yeah i am from Belgium, so i am curious why you chose Belgium. (laughs)
1: Um, one of the potential investors is in that region, and um, we thought it might be beneficial um, in that regard due to the relationship that we have with that investor. So it's a, good, it's a good place to start, we think. Um, yeah. We've also got um, lots of things going on throughout Europe. Uh, so for us, maybe it's a stepping stone mm. for Europe. Sounds
0: good. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you told me that you have some contact with investors through tech tour events, but are there also other ways that you found investors?
1: Yeah, there are lots of ways that we found investors. Um, when we first started bringing in investor money, it was through f- friends, family and colleagues. Yeah, it's interesting. In my last company, after we took it public, Many of my friends and colleagues uh, came up to me and said, "Gee, I wish I could have put money into your company. Um, you know, just next time can you can you ask me or give me an opportunity?" um so in in this case, we gave them an opportunity to invest early on. Uh, and so that's worked out really well for them so far. Um, so those are smaller investors for the most part. Uh, a couple of them are angel investors, uh, which is nice. And then beyond that, we've had investors calling us uh, really in the last nine months. That's highly highly unusual. Um, uh, but the hydrogen environment that we're in right now is really conducive to that sort of behavior. Um, so it's really, really interesting. Um, but also, uh, you know I've got lots of contacts in the investment field and there are a lot of referrals that we've gotten. And usually when I talk to an investor and the investment is not for them, uh, they'll refer me to somebody else that they feel might be a good investment, so.
0: That's good, Sounds
1: good. Yeah.
0: For me, all my curiosity is over and I don't have any questions anymore. Is there something else you want to see or to want to tell in the podcast or?
1: So. You know, uh, what I can say is I've really enjoyed the Tech Tour and events. I think they've been very helpful for us, and when I talk to the other entrepreneurs, I think they've gotten a lot out of them. So um, keep doing what you're doing; they're they're very useful.
0: Thank you, and thank you a lot for the conversation. It's really nice. All
1: right, thank, thank you.
0: Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye now. Bye.